Blog Talk Radio. current events 
that we go through every week. We're going to talk to Q and see, get his opinion on all of the artists in Florida. Well, not in Florida, but a lot of the artists that have decided they're no longer going to perform in Florida, artists that have canceled shows that they had in Florida because of the stand your ground law that's going on down there. I think I have some sweet on the line. Hey. Hey, what's going on? You gonna stand there for you for a little bit? Yeah, I thought you might be lonely. You know, it, when you when you're used to talking to somebody for as long as I've been used to talking to somebody, it does feel a little lonely. <laughs> How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm good. Um, it's Wednesday. You know, Wednesday is always my favorite day of the week. Yeah, pretty much mine so, too. Yeah, so like I was saying, um. Current events, we have a list of celebrities following the Stevie Wonder's footsteps that are no longer performing in the state of Florida until there is some change or some amendment to the Stand Your Ground law. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm kind of concerned that that list was, like, from a fake blog. <laughs> mm. So, I'm not sure. Some of, those, some of those names were, like, misspelled, and I've heard that... So, I don't, I don't know who's... I know some performers are not going there. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if it's all the ones that are on that list. You know. You know okay. how people well, what are. You, okay. Well, what do you, what do you, you think about Right. Well, what do you think of the gesture in and of itself that, you know, boycotting the state this way by affecting the economy? Do you think that that's going to get the type of response that um the people are looking for? I think money talks. I think it will. I think it happens in... Um, this might be before your time, but I think it happened in, in back in Arizona when they didn't um, make the King holiday an official holiday. Do you remember that? They, they no, they were board class of Arizona. Yeah, no, I'm still young. <laughs> You're not that young, but yeah, it happened. And uh, money talks. And you know, I live in a senior ground state, and I don't even want to be here. <laughs> You know, I you know I always knew the law was there, but I never thought it would be applied in such a way that um, you know an unarmed teen could get shot, uh-huh. you know, walking down the street. So I think it's going to be effective because you know Florida is a tourist state. You know, yeah, I would hope That's so. They're about. I mean, they're about the tourists. They're about you know attracting. Um, events they're back they're about attracting celebrities so yeah. I think that it's you know people truly go through with not participating in Florida then it's going to be effective I hope so you know with everything that's been been going on and, and the protesting the demonstrations I, I really do hope that there's some type of change that that, that comes and makes people believe again in, in, the, in the power of, of solidarity and getting out and demonstrating actively and peacefully, you know. It just sucks that these things have to happen in order for people to, to you know, get up or as Booker T. Washington wants to, you know, pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm hoping that, you know, that the, 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 the anger that did not turn into, like, riots and stuff. I'm glad that didn't happen. But I'm hoping right. that people re- you know, retain that, that anger that makes them go out and do things. That makes them protest. You know, use their pocketbooks where it counts. Uh-huh. Um, and just, you know, get, get back to our own communities. Nice. You know, I like it. I agree. What's with, What's really been bothering me this week is there's so many people, and I swear, I'm going to tell you, black people, telling me, well, you know what, he was living that gangster life, and if he hadn't been, he would have got shot. I'm like, what? Mm. That just amazed me. That amazed me. I'm like, so I can't, you know, a friend of mine was like, well, he should have been wearing a hoodie. I'm like, so when I go running through the neighborhood in a hoodie, I can be shot because I look dangerous? It's crazy. That it is. 
That's the beauty of social media, though. It, it, it allows everybody to have an opinion. I think we said this last week on the show. It does. It's the beauty. It's, it's a gift and a curse. Every everyone's opinion gets to be out and heard by whoever's willing to to listen to it. And the, the issue is the very same thing. Information gets put out and spread out so quickly nowadays. But I agree with you. I'm glad things didn't go in a completely negative direction. I'm glad to see that people still care. People are still talking about it. It's not something that just fell by the wayside after a few days. And really hoping to see some positive things come. But other than that, what's going on with XDL.com? XDL, we are in the process of kind of changing up a bit about how we present content uh, to our viewers. Um, Going to more of a, I'm looking to go to more of a uh, magazine format where we are planning out, we're planning out, our magazine, for instance, for the month of August right now. Got some great new writers on board. Looking forward to. Um, we have a. Um, we have one writer, um, Ashoa, just came back from Nigeria. She's writing on um, her trip to Nigeria. We have another writer named Ingrid, and we are both collaborating on bringing up on an article about bringing up. Um, children in this day and age of music and you know how do we let them be them but kind of protect them from some of the negative music that's out there so I'm looking forward to finishing up that article with her Um, doing some um, articles on hair care uh, skin care looking for you and Q to contribute something to skin care or to the website to the website. To the website. Oh, I, I was about to say. Just, just skin. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? Male skincare, you, you know? You know, no. This person, this guy right here that finally decided to join us tonight, he should be able to help you with skincare. Oh, really? Cute. <laughs> you just got volunteers at your link. I'm expecting I, um, an article on male skincare from you. Oh, well, see, I never had to worry about that because, you know, I had a great uncle that was Dominican. So, you know, I just always had. How <laughs> you didn't do that? That natural aloe and lanolin thing going on. <laughs> Man, this is like me said, I'm, I'm one 365th Indian. So my hair, you know, is good. No, they don't go that way. You still wow. have to your skin. You still have to your skin. I am very sorry, I'm late. I know, I yeah. know, I know. I know. Very bad. Uh, tonight was the first night of my uh, basketball league. So it ran a couple of minutes later than I expected. Okay. Well, you can make up for it when we come back from the songs. You can do your intro the way you normally would and make it up to your listeners. Of course. But in the meantime, we jump in on, jump back, you know, listen to the conversation with the rest of us. Sister Sweet was just telling us that XCDL.com is coming up with a magazine. Well, I'm not coming out with a magazine, just making the um, website look more like a magazine. Same difference. Oh. So, are we? when are we going to do our, our announcement for the... At the end of the show. At the end of the show. Oh, it's today? We're going to tell them today? Why? Well, see, why would you ask the question, then when you get an answer, <laughs> back off of it, like, wait, we're going to do that today? I think that we can tell them, and what we have to get together and discuss is what we have to get together and discuss. It doesn't change what the announcement is. Oh. See, now Candace okay. is in the chat room saying, I want to know now. See, now you're going to have them waiting and waiting did you anyway? See, this is why you show up one time. I know, and I have no internet tonight. That's the worst part. That's even that's even better. You're great, great. So, you got anything else more productive to the conversation? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what I did want to say, but it was more for the beginning. If I hear about this royal baby one more time, I'm gonna lose oh, my Lord, mind. Yes. Good. That's where we at. Current events. 
No royal baby. I am okay. so tired. I'm so tired of hearing about this royal baby. So what? <laughs> Mind does you. Does he have a name? Yeah, yeah, he does. Who names a baby George? English Somebody people. Somebody likes to name George. And, and the Brits, because... You know, it's a golden line with all the other the, the king names. You know, there's been like eight Henrys and three or four Richards, and there's been and about four or five Georges. Man, yeah, when you know, grew up, was anybody named George when you grew up? Yeah. Even in the chat room, the chat room, Dan Francis said maybe George Michael. You know, George oh. is a name that, that, that people get named. Well, George Michael's yeah. a legend, but I'm talking about normal people. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a small name, George. This, of course you whoa. did. <laughs> this this child right. is not normal though. This child is in line to to possibly run run that that country. Do you know what's funny? I'm, I read an article I, that they really don't know what his last name is going to be yet. The, the 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 whole British thing, the whole British monarchy, their last names are just so messed up. They don't even know what the baby's last name is going to be. Mitch, you know she's in Memphis, so the stalker probably still lives right across the street from her. Please don't yeah. say that. <laughs> probably. Yeah. He's going to lure you over there with some fresh dry rub. And he sees that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When George shows up tomorrow, I'm going to be all on you to bring that on me. <laughs> well, what else been going on with you, Phil? Well, this is an exciting time. My book is finished. I'm typing it now. It goes to the editor on Monday, which is very exciting. Very exciting. A lot of people are ready to pre-order, so I will be setting that up this weekend so that by the next show, people will be able to go online and pre-order. And it's the Dirty Circle, right? It is called the Dirty Circle. And we'll be able to pre-order on Amazon? You will be able to pre-order either on my website, or I might be nice and add the URL to x2thel.com. Okay. That would be nice. You know that, that, was, that, was your, that was your green light to bother him for the URL and get off the air. Well, you know, the thing is, x 2 the will try to take $2 off of every book. You know how they are. <laughs> 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 I never got a chance to read your first book, Q, because when I tried to order it on Amazon, they were off, mm-hmm. they were saying it was like a like thousand dollars. <laughs> it 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 is in demand. <laughs> but I'm like, Angela I can't afford it. If you give me if you if you send me your address off here, I'll send you one. Okay, thank you. Simple as that, right? That's, That's out of my budget. I got you. I don't know what's going on on Amazon that day, but I'm like, that must be a doggone good book. I got you, guys. What else you got for us, man? I got nothing else, man. It it is. What? Whatever. Anything else? Anything else? XDL.com related? Any web content? Anything else you want us Uh you want us to know about? Not just like the good things are coming up, so stay tuned. All right. Well, I want to thank Sister Sweet for jumping in and being my life raft because I was feeling like I was drowning there in the beginning of the show. It's been a long time since I've had. It's been a long time. It's a long time I've had to. I had to open a show and talk to myself. People don't understand what that's like. You got to talk to yourself and entertain yourself as if someone else is talking to you. It is very <laughs> uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. <laughs> Something that you have not had to deal with. But I had to deal with that. So, Sister Sweet, thank you for your quick thinking and jumping in to help me yeah, out. Not a that problem. It wasn't I'm going to sign, so, sign off and let you guys handle the show. That's what we're going to do. Alrighty then. Bye. Bye for listening. All right. I do appreciate it, Angela. I was literally running out of the gym to get to my phone. Yeah. Anyway. So tonight, 
I'll repeat since since you missed it. Um, tonight's guest is um, it's gonna be new for you, but this is a, an artist that I've had the pleasure of interviewing before, so I'm I'm familiar with her music. It is a a brand new sound. I don't know anyone else that is fusing the same genres of music that she's fusing together. And the last time that I interviewed her, we had, and I'm sure she didn't remember, all kinds of technical difficulties. Like, the universe was not trying to have us talk that night. But, Candace Kay is tonight's guest on the show. She's already in the chat room. Had some very, very funny jokes to go along with the the George comment that you made. We're going to talk to Candace tonight. Candace is using jazz, hip-hop, and soul music all together. Oh. Yeah, right? Interesting. She called it Jazz Hop Soul. So we're going to talk to her about that. Also talk to her about her latest project from Brooklyn to Birdland. And we're going to have a good time. You're going to like Candace. It's a very, very great conversation. You know who else has interviewed Candace? Who? Keep it green. Oh, Lord. That's it? That's all you got is, oh? <laughs> I have that's all you got? A long time, right? Yeah. I actually reached out to her recently because uh, I wanted her to point me in the right direction of some people with editing and a couple other things, so. Well, yeah, Keisha interviewed Candace, and <laughs> then we interviewed Candace. This is full circle. It's like six degrees of self-published authors. <laughs> so I really feel some kind of way about you leaving me hanging there for a while. I already oh, did everything that you so did. Sorry, the only thing I didn't do was, you know, I didn't have it. I wasn't prepared. So I didn't have any real cool line about, like, how smooth my voice was. So people are still <laughs> waiting to hear that. I didn't have anything ready for that. But, um, a lot of tweets, a lot of promo going on, and I got hit on Twitter, where's the Q man? So, just so that you under, you know that this is not just me, I'm not making a big deal for nothing. I am very sorry. Uh, man, I felt terrible. I really did. Well, you're here now. You have a chance to make up, make up for it. Yeah, man. And... I think I'm ready to move on with this show. I'm trying to give you a little time here to get comfortable and get get back in. Because, you know, you normally are the first voice that everybody is. I know. But you held it down. See, that's what you do. Yeah, but that, you don't take advantage of that and just stay late at the gym working on your turnaround fadeaway. No, you know, my game started late, and I... When it was over, you know, I'm filling out these papers, and then I'm like, hey, what time is it? And they're like, uh, 10.35. What? (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. Candace was here to keep me company, and then Sister Sweet, and Dan showed up. We did did a good job. They're going to get hosting and production credit for tonight's show. You go. So we we hit everything that we needed to right now. I already told them about last week with Teddy Pendergrass and how great that show went. So yes, excellent. Um, if you missed any of the shows, you can catch the archive shows at blogtalkradio.com/slash/xtl, or you can check us out on iTunes. We have a podcast. You can search the Neil Soul Show, subscribe there, and catch all of our recent. Shows and tomorrow this show will be up on ISO. So without further ado, as I would normally ask you if he was ready to move forward, but he hasn't gained that that much respect back yet. So I'm just moving forward. <laughs> it's it's music time. It's my favorite time of the show. We play music from tonight's guest. It's our way of introducing the guest. So again, for anybody that's just tuning in. 
or for anybody else like me that just likes saying it, Candace K is the guest on tonight's show. We are playing three songs from Candace. Yes, three. Three songs. And they're three very good songs. We're playing Nowhere, Malcolm X Boulevard, and Go Blind. So again, three songs from Brooklyn to Birdland from Candace K. When we return, she'll be live on the air. Neil Soul Show.
swings like that. Ladies and gentlemen, from Birdland, the jazz corner of the world, right here at 52nd Street and Broadway in the heart of New York City, Stars and Jazz.
there, there, there should have been something else. Not like it's missing it, but like you said, since there was a lot going on and it melded together, it felt like what else is coming? There's going to be something else. Like I, I love the whole like the Birdland intro. Yeah. Like I love that, and the and like you know, like she thanked, like she said, thank you to the crowd when she finished and applauded. Like it, like it almost took me there. Yeah, it was like it was like baked macaroni and cheese. It was so many different things in the mixture, but it baked perfectly. I love it. So, so baked macaroni and cheese. I can't wait sometimes. See, ready, ready for the Kansas and see where where this beautiful sound came from. Absolutely. Now, like I said, I have had the pleasure of speaking with Candace before so if we hit any moments where it seems like I'm being quiet this is me allowing you the opportunity to get to know Candace the way I know Candace how nice of you you know I'm trying so without further ado ladies and gentlemen and the Q-Man I give to you the creator of Jazz Hop Soul Candace okay hey Candace hey how's it going hey I'm glad you guys enjoyed the songs. I was, you know, it's funny. Um, I did that. That was so just me wanting to do what I wanted to do. And the mm-hmm. fact that people are responding to it the way they are is just like icing. It's so great. So I appreciate that. It is a great sound. It, it really was. It was just a perfect blend. It was like, I don't know, it was like some new type of exercise DVD. <laughs> a new type of I know I'll come DVD. out with a workout video called Abs Hop Soul. There you oh. go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. So Candace, how's everything going? Everything is going really good. Um I'm just wrapping up my third project. Um, which is a little more leaning on the soul side of things. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so I've been working real hard on that. Just been writing a lot, been doing a lot of collabs and things like that. So just letting the music take me wherever it wants to take me. Okay. Uh, what what gives you the idea to blend these sounds together? Well, I guess these sounds and the culmination of what it all ends up being is sort of just what I am. Um, Some of my huge influences are jazz and soul and hip-hop. So I try to take a little bit from each of those and sort of just make my own thing. Um, I don't want to sound like anybody. I do take inspiration from people, but... um, my goal is to make something that sounds new, something you never heard before, but something that at the same time seems familiar um, and comfortable. So that's sort of how it all comes together. But as far as this album, um, I worked with a guy, Brooklyn Beats, uh, out of Miami. And, you know, we started with just one song and it just kind of snowballed from there. And, I said, well, what if this was a concept? What if we told a story um, through this album? And he just kept sending me beats and beats and beats, and they were just perfect. And I just, if you listen to the album from start to finish, it tells a story about going from Brooklyn, which I think of hip-hop, and to Birdland, which I think of jazz. So just sort of taking a journey and also just a journey through your personal life, like the things that you come across, the, the struggles you go through. You know, you have to take detours sometimes. Sometimes you're out in the sun. Sometimes you're underground. So that's sort of how it all came together. Okay. Yeah. Like it. Well, Candace, the last time you and I spoke, the first step, was it was out yes. you were pushing that and that's what we were talking about so like you mentioned now we have Brooklyn to Birdland my question to you is 
have you changed or grown as an artist from the first album to the next? Well, I wouldn't say that I've changed um, because there's a lot in me that I just haven't had a chance to show yet. So what I did with the first step is sort of my R&B side. I mean, there were some soul moments and a couple of jazzy moments, don't get me wrong, but it was more just, you know, my R&B side. And I take a lot of inspiration from that as well, um, and Vogue and those kinds of artists. Um, that's where I take inspiration for all those background vocals I'm doing on all these songs. Um, so that, that was sort of where that came from. And then this was just another piece of me. So this next project is called The Soul Stacks. And again, that's just another piece of me that's coming out. So I wouldn't say I've changed, but I'm just showing different facets of what I do and what I like. Um, as far as growing, I've definitely grown. Um, I've learned a lot. Just uh, basically, number one being don't announce a release date until you have the masters done. <laughs> <laughs> So that was definitely a lesson learned. Um, and that's why I haven't announced a release date for the Soul Stacks yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just as far as the industry and the business and just promotions and things like that, I've definitely grown. Um, and I I always say the more you do anything, the better you're going to get at it. So just the fact that I've been writing so much and singing so much, um, I'm just getting better and better, I think, so. And just recording, you know, because recording was actually kind of new to me before the first step. I had been in maybe one or two studios, maybe done one or two songs, but so that was a new experience for me. So I'm definitely getting a lot more comfortable with that. Um, so, yeah. Nice. So before <laughs> I let one of our chat room listeners steal man's question. I'm going to give him an opportunity to not dig a hole any deeper. <laughs> I would suggest your music growing up. I'm sorry, who, I missed that. Yeah, what was it? Say it again. Um, I would like to know who your musical influences were growing up. Wow. Um, so when I was really young, I loved um, Whitney Houston. Um, when I saw the How Will I Know video, I just started bawling and I said, oh, my God, who is this? You know, I was I was a little kid, but I just knew there was something special going on right there. Um, mm-hmm. So she's always been huge um, influence for me. Um, when I reached about middle school age, I really got into Aretha Franklin and Etta James. And at that moment, I think that's where things kind of shifted for me, and I moved a little bit away from the pop side of things and a little more into the blues and the soul side of things. Um, And then as that went on, I mean, I basically, I would listen to Aretha Franklin, and I would just listen to her songs over and over and over, and I would just sing with her. And she taught me. She was my vocal teacher. Um, I never had any vocal lessons or anything, so just listening to her and, you know, emulating her and learning that, the techniques and things, that's how I learned to do that. But jazz probably didn't really get heavily into my life until college. Mm -hmm. And I discovered by accident an Ella Fitzgerald CD, and it was the same thing. I was just completely emerged in that and just listened to every note, every intonation, every phrase, and I was in love. So from there, you know, I started listening to Dinah, Washington, who is another favorite, Carmen McRae, um, Sarah Vaughn, Billy Holiday, who is actually the voice that you heard say, thank you very much, thank you all, at the end of that song, that's Billy. Um and if you listen to the album, you'll hear Ella a little bit, too. So, yeah, those are my main influences. I mean, I like rock, too. I like Pink Floyd, you know. I like Rush. So, 
a lot of different things going on. And then from the hip-hop side, I mean, from the time Run DMC came out, I was in love with hip-hop. So um, that's that's how it all kind of came together. Okay. Nice, nice list. Mm-hmm. Well, Dan, Dan Francis in the chat room asked that similar question, which is why I allowed you to ask his question, but um, they also want to know, who would be your dream collaborations? My dream collaborations? Um, well, of course, I'm going to say Aretha. Um, I got to see her in March, and my mom kept saying, go up there and get on the stage. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, I mean, I was closer to her than I've ever been in person, so it was like a spiritual experience almost so definitely Aretha um, as far as male I love Stevie Wonder and I love Frank Ocean so either one of them I would be happy to collaborate with if they were to you know send me an email send me some beats guys we'll work it out oh he's like you said we get credit if it happens Okay, right. definitely, definitely. <laughs> Candace is cool like that, Kill. You don't have to back her into a corner for us to get any type of kudos. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm used to the other guests that we've had on, the shady ones. Okay. I told you, I told you, Candace is, is, is people. She's like music family. <laughs> definitely. So, so you mentioned, um, Soul Stacks. Um, you know, yes. in, in, our, in our conversation, you also mentioned that you were working on a project called Stellar. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yes. Um, so I just want to testify to the power of Twitter here for a second. So I followed Ski Beats on Twitter. Um, I think I started following him probably like about February 2012 or something like that. And if you don't know who Ski Beats is, if you ever heard of Camp Low or you've ever heard of Jay-Z's Dead Presidents, he made the beats. So, always been one of my favorite producers. So, of course, I followed him on Twitter. Well, one day I see um, him put this thing out that says, indie indie artist, hit me up if you want to buy a beat. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's probably wanting like 50K for this beat or whatever. But I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And it ended up being, you know, a special price for indie artists, so I ended up buying it. And I wrote two songs to that same beat. And it just kind of snowballed from there. I I let him hear it. He was, like, really feeling it and everything. And he made it specifically for me, so that was super cool. Um, But this project, um, I'm using both of those songs. And then I'm using three other beats that I've gotten from him um, that sort of all go together. So it's another concept album, um, but not as tightly as Brooklyn to Birdland. It's more just general concepts, but it's, it's about the life of a star and how they begin and how they fall and maybe turn into the sun. Um, and it sort of relates that to love. So I'm working on that right now, and uh, I've got about two and a half songs done. So that's going to be the next one after Soul Sex. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. You see, Q, can I pick them or can I pick them? <laughs> yes, yes, you can. <laughs> Pat myself on the back there. So I know the last question that I have is a question that I've been wanting to ask you for a while, and the technical difficulties kept me from really getting to the question our last time that we spoke. Okay. As a, as an indie artist, what would you say is the most difficult part about getting your message and your music out to the media or the masses? I mean, I would say it's just balance, like life balance. Um, because I don't make a lot of money on my music right now. Um, I have to maintain a nine-to-five and things like that. So I don't get to spend as much time promoting things or even writing as I would like. So to me, that's the most difficult part. But 
at the same time, like, I've been really blessed, like, just putting things out there into the universe, into the SoundCloud, as I call it, you know, SoundCloud.com. You'd be amazed at the people that just hear you and are like, wow, this is different, you know, I like this. And I started out doing this just for fun, just because it feeds my soul and because it's my way of, you know, getting all the emotions out and things like that. So I'm just super surprised and pleasantly surprised that it's been received as well as it has. And, yeah, I mean... For an indie artist, it's it's kind of good and bad right now because you're not dependent on a label to book studio time for you or to, you know, set up shows. You can do that yourself. Um, at the same time, you also have to finance that yourself. So that's probably the tough part. Okay. Well, you seem to be handling it pretty well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, you do. Have, um, we, we've interviewed a lot of guests, and I, I think you will agree that you are probably one of the hardest working guests that we've interviewed. We have one project out, and you're wrapping up one now, and you you already have two and a half long going on another one. We interviewed some people that, yeah, I did this project, I put everything into this one, and I'll let you guys know what's coming up uh, a couple of months. I think part of it, too, is that. I look at my songs as pieces of myself. And so even if it's not, you know, my number one song, I'll stay with it and I will nurture it and I'll mold it into what I think it needs to be. I don't ever throw anything away as far as songs because there aren't any songs that I've written and put out that don't have something to do with something I've experienced or something, you know, someone around me has experienced. So they're very personal, and I just, I feel like if I were to just throw that away or shelve it or whatever, it would be like shelving a piece of myself. So maybe that's why I'm more prolific, because I stick with songs, and I just start building them up. Um, I don't know, but I appreciate well, that. Yeah, whatever it is, it's working. And it don't yeah, it work. It's not broke, so don't fix it. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I go through things like everybody, you know, like I think about Sade and the fact that her albums are spaced so far apart and they're just so perfect. And yeah. I mean, that's something to aspire to as far as perfection, but... Well, I just got so much to say. I don't know how I could wait that long. <laughs> but I do admire Sade. She's another one of my favorites. I, I do a collab with her. You know, if she asks or whatever. Uh-huh. Oh, everyone <laughs> loves Sade. Yeah. Right. Who does it? Q? Yeah. What? I mean, you have you have you have anything you'd like to add? Anything you'd like to jump in here so that Candace feels like it's not just her and I talking? Candace <laughs> has answered every question with such grace and detail. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I just going. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> there's been no slip up. There's, there's been no opportunity for me. I haven't even said um. I don't think. But I don't think you did. Which know. is which is great. <laughs> Here's an opportunity yeah, I, right now, Q. Other than, I, I have nothing. Other than, please let our listening people know find your music. Yes, um, you can pretty much find anything that I've done on SoundCloud.com slash Candice K. And you can get to anything that might be downloadable from other sites from there. Uh, the, the first step is a free download. I would say 80% of my songs right now are free downloads, so definitely get out there and get them if you're feeling what you're hearing. Um, and the ones that aren't are reasonably priced, so I would appreciate it. I would appreciate just a listen. Man, if somebody's getting 80% of your music free, it's a, 
pay for the other stuff. Don't worry about how much you're doing. <laughs> the only yeah. reason I charged for Brooklyn to Birdland is because I had to have the CDs printed, and that was an expense, you know, that I needed to recoup. That's the only reason I charged for it. Okay. Just hate music. Yes. Yeah, kill before Q gets us out of here begins to close the show with announcements. We do have a request in the chat room, Candace. Hey, this oh, was asked to you. Yeah, this was asked before you got on the line, so yay, nay. Some people want to hear you sing a little acapella. Oh, good. I mean, I can do just maybe a taste of something from the soul stack. A taste is great. Let me, let me cut the instrument off. It's going to be a taste. I'm telling you, it's going to be like a little bit of wine on your tongue. Okay. <laughs> I'll just do a little slice here. I gave my love to you a long time ago. You ended it, said you needed time to grow. Uh, all right, that's a taste. <laughs> that was it, that was a taste. I was ready for more. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is yours. The rest is yours. The soul sax leans a little bit more on the soul side of me, a little more sassy. Um, so that's what you'll be hearing. All right. Well, Candace, we we appreciate you spending some time with us. No problem. I enjoy it. I always enjoy it. Excellent. Yeah, I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. I'm starting to learn how to do that now. So, <laughs> I think you already are, actually. <laughs> oh, you see that? Yeah. He's still learning. Yeah, I'm still learning. Well, how right, Candice? Definitely. And, and we'll talk to you soon, Candace. Take care of yourself. Yes. Next time. Next time. Thanks a lot. All right, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, Candace. Candice K. All right, Q. What was that thing you wanted to announce to everybody earlier? Well, we only have a minute left. Should we wait? You know, you really like cliffhangers. Why don't we do that? We want a cliffhanger. <laughs> everybody tune in next week. Next week, we have on the Neo Soul Show and Slim Douglas. You probably don't know the name, but he wrote Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. So he has a Neo Soul album out. I'm going to talk to him about his Neo Soul album. I'm not even paying you no attention. That's next week on the Neo Soul Show. Shout out to everybody in the chat room. Again, check us out at blogtalkradio.com slash xpdl. Or check us out on our iTunes podcast. Subscribe, listen. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, the Neo Soul Show. And I'm good, Q. Did you say he has a Neo Soul album? Yes, I did. going to be who let the dogs out? Is it going to be like that? Or? <laughs> it's nothing like that at all. We wanted to talk about it. But we're talking about that off air. I apologize to everyone for my five minutes late this evening. t has done it to me twice over the course of the show, but we're not pointing at fingers right now. Tonight, I will make it up to him next week. Next week, I will truly try to do better. Keep it to myself. Good night, everybody.